Let me just start by expressing our condolences um, once again on the passing of your comrade Ahmed Kathrada. Yes, it's very sad, but uh, I'm afraid he was ill, and uh, we knew that um, he was having serious problems. But he's very sad, and he's the passing of a wonderful man. Indeed it was. Now, Professor Chirak, um, just looking at the concerns expressed by the stalwarts, and once again, by your own admission um, in the document, the ANC has been in similar situations before, um, where it was, uh, to quote from your document, confronted with serious challenges, um, including the possibility of divisions and splits, um, unquote. So don't you think that the party will find it in itself uh, to find its way out of this dilemma as well? Well, it's not certain, because the crisis now is affecting not only the ANC as a political party, but it's actually affecting all organs of state. And this is rather deep. You know, we read every day of corruption in state-owned enterprises. We know that the presidency has been itself under fire by the Constitutional Court. We know that the president himself is facing many charges. And uh, a lot of the members of the cabinet around him have problems. So, you know, this is much deeper than inside something inside the party itself. It, in fact, affects the whole structure of South Africa. So looking at what's happening at the moment and in your document, you also talk about the inadequate response to allegations of corruption, uh, the capture of sections of government by interest groups, especially uh, and including state owned enterprises. Uh, Minister Naledi Pando uh, quoted in the weekend papers also, you know, talking about cadres living beyond their means. All of this seemingly is known, well documented as well. So why hasn't anything significant been done to actually address this issue? Well, that's the main question facing all of us, because we know about the corruption. We know Naledi Pandor called for the audit of people's lifestyle, because we know that some ministers and senior public servants are behaving badly and ripping off the public purse. And uh, we know this, it's well documented. You know, when I was in Parliament, the Department of, um, of Trade and Industry and the Public Service Administration did a survey of officials who are doing business. And a very high proportion of the officials refused to fill in forms revealing their business interests. Now, the fact that they refused is indication of where, how deeply embedded they are in business. This is the root to disaster. So how does the ANC resolve this? What needs to be done, at least in the immediate term, to try and reverse this tide? Well, I'm afraid that the top leadership are now totally paralyzed. They are paralyzed because of differences among themselves. They're paralyzed because, frankly, the people at the top are heavily involved in bad conduct. 
and of course uh, don't like to admit it. And so when the top is sick, then it's very hard to find a cure. And what is happening at the moment is uh, at the grassroots, I mean, if you listen to radio interviews, almost every caller is in despair at the moral condition of this country. And I meet a lot of people in business, in academia, and so on. And uh, I was chairing a session on, on Monday and in town, a, a conference, an international conference. And the people complaining about bad conduct in government was so large and pervasive that, you know, we all know what's going on. And, you know, the, when Naledi Pandor says that we need a lifestyle audit, you'd expect that the integrity committee of the ANC, which is led by Freni Jinwala, a very good person, but, uh, you know, they, one would expect that it's their mandate, it's their job to do an audit. They've done nothing. Uh, they've not responded to her. I would have thought there would be an, an immediate statement by the Integrity Committee of the ANC to say, thank you, Minister, we're going to follow up. No. Silence. And indeed, this is so common that uh, you, you begin to despair that the institutions of the ANC itself, uh, especially the Integrity Committee, but the National Executive, uh, are, are actually politically bankrupt. 